is P.S. You're Wrong, the podcast where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love. And we're your hosts, Shelby and Matt. Yes, we are back mm-hmm. to talk about all things pop culture. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we do it with no shame whatsoever. <laughs> oh, no, never, never any shame. I'm just, you know, constantly looking up weird B-listy <laughs> news stories. Um, yes. And there were some weird things going on this week. Not things that were mainstream, but things that were weird nonetheless. I'm excited to yeah. talk about them. Did Big Brother start or something or... No, Big Brother only airs in the summer. You and your your mother knows this. Like you should be on <laughs> onto this at this point. Shelby. Okay, I'll. Joke There's with no it more Big Brother time. until Celebrity Big Brother, which airs in the winter, like after Christmas. But I don't know if okay, they're doing. This that is already too year. much information. Okay, whatever. We have a review. <laughs> One of our Yay! wonderful fans left us a review. I'll read it. It's from Austin two one 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 two. Oh, two one 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 two. Yeah. Maybe it's a zip code. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, they say, very fun. Five stars. I discovered this podcast through Swiftish. I love oh. Shelby and Matt's review of Lover, and I've been hooked on the podcast ever since. They discuss pop culture in a fun yet non-obnoxious way. I think some <laughs> would beg to differ on that, but thank you. Their differing opinions and fun dynamic <laughs> always get me cracking up, and I feel like I'm part of the crew, even though we've never met. Aww. Oh, my word. Look at that. I told you that talking about Taylor Swift would pay off. So you're welcome. Some One of these days, we're going to have to do a live show, Shelby, in New York. I feel like that would be <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. Just get a sad bar with like five seats and see if we can fill them. Oh, please. You have <laughs> friends here. I have friends here. We have fans. Actually, I saw... speaking of your friends, I had the funniest dream the other night. I was in New York for some reason with my little sister, and we were going on some sort of bus tour. Okay. And we got in line, and um, and then I see in line is Sierra from... Uh, our show i don't remember what episode she was on but she was like oh my gosh shelby look who's all here and it was all of the guests that you've brought on the show and they were all so excited to see me and we became such good friends and we were on this bus like gabbing about how dumb Wait, you was were I there no 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 you weren't there what? <laughs> it was a girls only <laughs> trip and they were all so stoked to finally meet me it like elevated it was like their reason for being your friend was just to get to me basically so this is no no this I, is a real I, dream I this, this happened i woke um, up oh, with wait. a great smile I, on my face <laughs> i also had a dream i Shelby. journaled um, about it i i was dreaming and i was in line uh, for a uh roller coaster yeah, yeah. and it was um Where all your friends all of your family members uh-huh. who, who, who were in line it was rob uh-huh, uh-huh. and Marin and your mom and also she your was sister. with rob too because she uh, she yes, likes rob yes. so my, much my yeah. mom loves rob that's a true <laughs> yeah. thing so she was also there and we were all just like ugh, shelby the worst am i right yeah. so yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I'll allow That's your such delusions. A rude <laughs> dream to share on it the was, podcast. How dare no, you? No, it was a great dream, and I think it just shows you know you are good at this thing because you happen to get really good hosts who agree with me on almost everything. So <laughs> yeah, you how sure come know all how my friends up? disagree with me? This is truly <laughs> like I should have better taste yeah, than this. Something to bring up in therapy for uh, sure. Well. 
if you want to leave us a review, preferably a pro me anti Shelby <laughs> review, you can do that. At Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. We're at PSU Wrong on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook. We have a Gmail account. It's PSURong at gmail.com. Lots of fun things are going on on social media. Um, mm-hmm. One of our fans I saw was in New York this weekend and was taking pictures next to the Cornelia Street sign where I took <laughs> yeah. pictures several yeah, weeks that ago. Was so that was definitely because you were there. Yeah, Truly. I'm yeah. an icon, a trendsetter. <laughs> to recreate Why else would you go photo. to that sucky street yeah. <laughs> and take a picture, you know? Yeah, it's hard to say. If only there was like a Honestly. song that talked about it or... Nah, 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 whatever, or... whatever. <laughs> nah, I'm trying to block out that up my, my mind. <laughs> yeah. That whole album. Um, okay, <sighs> shall we get into the news? Let's do it. You want to go first? Tell me something I don't know. Okay, 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 okay. Let me think. Um, so Jimmy Lovato. <laughs> She is just a lightning rod for controversy. So I thought it would be good on this week where we are gearing up to talk about the Joker. But um, Demi Lovato has always been sort of a celebrity that I kind of hate, kind of like. I like really want to like her. I like that she's so outspoken about uh, addiction and body image and all this stuff. And I'm just like, oh, I'm rooting for her. But then she does something and I'm just like, man, I just really don't like you. And so this week she was in the news because she went on a trip to Israel and she did a bunch of promotional posts throughout the week that was really like hyping up Israel. And she ended up getting baptized in the River Jordan. And it was all like, whatever. Like I knew... I knew that it would get some heat because of the Palestine-Israel conflict. And she never mentioned any of that. And so I just figured someone would call her out for that. Well, <laughs> her fans tried to educate her. And then it came out that she didn't just go to Israel for a fun trip. She was paid to go by the Israeli government, which adds a whole shady level to this exchange, which ended up feeling a little propagandic. And so... She took to Instagram to apologize with one of her quintessential non-apologies where she was basically like, no, I didn't know. Don't make me feel bad. And it's like, okay, Demi, she like tried to make this point that it's like she's an American singer. Like, why would she have an opinion on this on this conflict? And she didn't know and no one told her. And it was just so sad for her. And she just they all ruined a good thing for her. But the craziest part is that she didn't just let it go. Her team continued to keep her in the dark about good ideas, I guess, because um, she took to like her fan pages and got in the like comment section of these Instagram stan accounts. Like these are Demi Lovato fans who like run stan accounts for her, which have to be dwindling in number, I'm sure. But she got in their messages and was like calling them out and and making and like being really rude and like angsty and she was like oh like how about y'all stop like oh yeah because her fans after she posted this apology were like oh Demi we didn't mean to hurt your feelings we still love you and so they started this hashtag campaign for we still love you <laughs> but Demi was, Wait, that was not it? happy that hashtag with this. was just hashtag we still love you so it could have been <laughs> no, like anybody I think it was I think it was, we love Demi, you, Demi. We still love yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we love you, Demi. Yeah. Okay. But she found this hashtag very grating and very much too little too late because she was like, how about you all stop making a hashtag saying you love me every time you realize your words affect me? And then someone was like, oh, well, we just wanted to make you see what was going on over there. And she's like, 
don't worry, guys. You made me feel ter- terrible about it and will continue to do so. I don't have an opinion on Middle Eastern conflicts. Okay, like, sorry. And she just would not let um, up. <laughs> look, look, let's be real here. If someone oh, no. came to you and was like, hey, we'll give you a couple million dollars if you go to Israel and take it some pictures next to a river. Whatever. <laughs> I'd do it for that. Well, that's because you have no moral compass. Are you saying that if someone offered you no. $150,000, you wouldn't go on vacation to Israel? I think if someone mm. offered Demi Lovato $150,000 for Israel, <laughs> she should have at least had a team that was like, hey, why would they be willing to do this? And two, what's a way we can like hedge our bets so you don't look like a total dick in this situation? So she Maybe looked educate bad because, her a little. because she didn't say anything about pa- Palestine? Yeah, I think so. I think mainly there was a lot going on. First, that she was paid by the Israeli government directly. Like, you know, it's not like she just went. She's like, oh, I want to visit Israel. No, she was she was brought there to be you a know, <laughs> prop for the Israeli I'm government. I'm into it. I'm into yeah. it. I, I, I don't oh, see an dear. issue. Well, the issue really is that she then, instead of learning and growing and apologizing, she went for her fans, which is a no-no for celebrities, you know? You can't isolate your fan base. It's just silly. Gotta stick with the fans. (laughs) Yeah. Do what the fans want. Poor Mm -hmm. Demi. Uh, Well, that is an exciting story. I... (laughs) I think it made me like Demi Lovato more. If wow, that's your controversial take. Uh, <laughs> I look forward to the reviews we get according to this moment right here. <laughs> Whatever. If you want to give me $150,000 of most things, there's few things I wouldn't Email do. Email the Israeli 000. government. See yes, if they can please. hook you up. Um, unfortunately, I don't think that they're looking for people with 600 Instagram <laughs> followers. Yeah, you never know. Uh, sticking in pop diva news, did you see that? In a very confusing PR move, Lady Gaga has announced that her next album is going to be called Adele. I thought that was just a joke. No. Oh. (laughs) I really just read the headline and thought it was some sort of joke. No. Lady Gaga announced that that's what her next album is called. And we don't know why or like what's the situation, but that is an actual thing. So then how do you know she wasn't joking? Why would she joke about that? Because it's a, it's, it's like, why would she name it Adele when Adele is coming out with a new album? You know well, what I that, mean? Okay, now you're making me self-conscious <laughs> about this, so I'm going to have to Google it. But I swear that this wasn't a joke. Well, I mean, she tweeted it, so I think I took it as a joke. You didn't take it as a joke, and that's fine. We'll see who was right. I just, it seems weird that she wouldn't explain it further. It seems like it's just a weird offhanded joke you would make on Twitter that's like, you know, Beyonce being like, I'm going to name my next album Kanye. You know, it's just a it's just a dumb right, joke. But it's not like if it's not like if someone came out right now and said, I'm going to call my next album Jennifer Lopez because it's like, okay, she's in the <laughs> in a moment. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be like, oh, right. yes, Dan, a queen. <laughs> but this like, what? Adele, what has Adele been doing? Nothing. Adele is coming Gaga out with says, a new album. Yeah, but does Lady Gaga have that kind of sense of humor? Is she like <laughs> often posting things on Twitter that are know. like wry jokes? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. She literally just tweeted, I'm calling my next album Adele. The Vulture has an article about it, and at <laughs> no place in the 
uh, article does it say like clearly a joke? I think this is a real thing. <laughs> okay, I mean then we'll, you're right. I don't really follow Lady Gaga. Her last so album was her. called Joanne. I feel like so it you think fits... she has some sort of family friend named Adele, and it's just happenstance. Who knows? It's Lady Gaga. <laughs> She's friggin' weird, but I think it is called Adele. <laughs> I hope she just does a series where she just comes out with um, homages to great artists, and her next album is like. Beyonce or Taylor Swift or something. This is a this is a sidetrack, but so keep me brief on this. <laughs> but Pitchfork just came out with a list of 200 best songs of the decade, okay. which, by the way, like is confusing. <laughs> IndieWire did this earlier this year, where it was like 100 best movies of the decade. And it's like, well, a lot of movies aren't out yet, oh, right? Peeps, so you're, like, you're maybe let's calm down. The, yeah. But. In the 200 best songs of the decade, according to Pitchfork, five of them are Beyonce and four of them are Kanye West. And there was like a couple Rihanna's and a couple Drake's, but for the most part, there were not a lot of repeats on there. So just saying that I have good taste. Taylor Swift had (laughs) one song on the list. So Uh, Okay, so now you're into lists that uh, celebrate the decade already. Is that... Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm just saying that unless Taylor Swift is going to come out with four really good songs in the next three months, she's no, not going to have more than Beyonce. famously hates Taylor Swift. They've always hated her, so I'm not at all I've surprised always by loved that. Pitchfork. I think this is maybe the first article I've ever read on their site. Yeah. I feel like we've always <laughs> had a connection. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure, for sure. Well, I look forward to Adele by Lady Gaga. But I have more serious news that we need to discuss. Oh, okay. Um, Prince Harry came out with a very scathing letter to the uh, UK media for its continued <sighs> um, harassment of his wife, Meghan Markle. And I don't know if you really follow royal news. I didn't until Meghan Markle because Meghan Markle has just been this like really... I don't know, um, controversial figure, I guess. And a lot of it comes from the UK press, which is usually very protective of its um, royal family, obviously. But they've sort of been campaigning against her in a lot of ways. One, because she's black. And two, because her dad is like the worst human on earth and keeps on like airing her dirty laundry to the press. But anyways, so for the last year or so that they've been married or together, they have constantly just been like, oh, scandal here. Meghan Markle's bossy. Meghan Markle's bitchy. She's ruining the relationship between brothers, blah, 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 blah. And it all like came to a head like a couple month or so ago where they released a letter of hers that she had written to her dad about like all this drama around their wedding because their dad ended up not coming. Her dad ended up not coming. And so they published this handwritten note from her that her dad gave to the press. And so Prince Harry, he finally comes out and he's like, he's, he basically just lays a lot down. And now they're suing the press for one, publishing that photo because they claim the letter because they claimed it was doctored. Like they took out certain words and rearranged stuff and Photoshop is a real thing, you know? And he basically was like, Mm -hmm. my deepest fear is history repeating itself. I've seen what happens when someone I love is come." commodified to the point that they are no, no longer treated or seen no. as a real person he pulled the, he played he the pulled dead the mom card. card yeah oh he my said gosh. i lost my mother and now i watch my wife falling victim to the same powerful forces 
yikes. It's like yikes, that is a slap in the people. face for these newspapers. Oh my they have gosh. to be ashamed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I know. That's wild. Th- the true question here in all of this is who writes handwritten letters to their parents? Yeah, well, like, has yeah. she not heard of a cell phone no, or email? There's a whole lot of drama in that relationship, let me tell you. Is mean, he in prison? Is that no, the no, thing? No. Is that why she wrote <laughs> no. him a letter? No, no I okay. think Meghan Markle is one of those very traditional, like, ro- she used to have, like a like, a lifestyle blog. And she was really oh, into like that yikes. like style of, you know, old, I don't know, like old fashioned It's why she's a princess now, you know, like she just fits in that realm a little bit. I don't know. I feel like anyone with a lifestyle blog should be like banned from <laughs> being anywhere near the throne. <laughs> the, the crazy thing is we should like they we should have a first um, um, a royal family in America. Americans love a royal. Like <laughs> that'd be so great. That if we would could be get a uh, pretty against the constitution, but you well, know what? Not like a <laughs> ruling royal, like in in England. Like those, like the queen doesn't actually do anything. It's just fun to have events with her at them. Right, right. I mean, don't you think we have a lot of that similar energy, like the Kardashians or? You know, the Kardashians and the Royals family. are very different. <laughs> it's a famous family that people love to follow, read the gossip on, and see at events. Okay. 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 What's Whatever. the difference? Whatever. Um, I'm going to twist topics now to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I don't oh. know if you saw this or not, but, but Martin Scorsese, whose oh. uh, movie <laughs> The Irishman is going to be coming out soon said when asked about the marvel movies said i don't see them i tried you know but that's not cinema and (laughs) which is wild to sort of say in an interview because you know that that's going to get backlash every actor and their mother has been in a marvel movie (laughs) so of course they go to samuel l jackson and they're like um look martin scorsese says that marvel movies aren't cinema and Samuel L. Jackson goes, well, films are films, you know, and everybody doesn't doesn't like his stuff either. <laughs> so now there's sort of like a weird tension between Martin Scorsese and the entire Marvel <laughs> universe. And yeah. I just I always find it so interesting when people in Hollywood say bad things about other people in Hollywood because, you know, they all have to work together at some point. You know, it's just like awkward. Yeah. And it's just like a it's just a. It's just a cliche, like, dumb, ignorant statement now. It's like, I mean, Samuel L. Jackson has it right. It's like, calm down, Martin Scorsese. Like, you're not cooler than everyone else because you're like, think you're above this somehow. The Marvel Universe is doing pretty well for itself. And I think there's a lot of praise that goes into making those movies. So whatever, dude. Avengers Endgame was a good movie. Yeah. (laughs) So you, you're anti Martin Scorsese's sentiments here. Well, no, I, because <laughs> I would agree that probably most Marvel films are not cinema, but Avengers <laughs> Endgame and Black Panther would what be. What is cinema, though? You know, like, wh- like I mean, we think Quality, it happened one night is a is art. a great film, but at the time it was seen as a silly rom-com, you know? It really has to do with what I think. <laughs> if I think it's cinema, then it's cinema. Big fat liar. Well, I'm cinema. glad you own that. Yeah. You're Agent right. Cody Banks too. I bet Martin cinema. says he would agree with you there yes. too. Martin probably He's has definitely seen that. He's, He's definitely seen Mr. Magoo. He likes he likes uh, Mr. Magoo. <laughs> um 
Uh, who's, uh, there has to be some Martin Scorsese actor in Mr. Magoo. Although now that I'm... I 100% do not believe that there is. Does he like Jennifer Garner? She's in it. Um, uh, you know what? Come back to me on this question. <laughs> okay. Do you have any other I stories? Will not. Well, I figured it'd be a good way to whet people's appetite for what's to come later this week. Um, Todd Phillips is the director of Joker, which is obviously what we're going to be discussing on Thursday. And he got into some trouble this week. I mean, one of many things he said, Mm -hmm. but um, he opened his mouth and tried to explain why he went from directing, you know, The Hangover to Joker. And he was like, oh, um, I left comedies because just try to be funny nowadays with this woke culture. It's impossible. Like, oh no, bloody bloody blah. No, Todd, no, that's <laughs> you can't not be funny the anymore. That's the left a Shane is Gillis right. move if I ever heard it. <laughs> yeah. But it's been really funny because all these comedians and famous people and actors and actresses obviously have sort of torn this sentiment to shreds. But they're also praising the joke, the Joker movie itself. So, you know, Todd wins some and he loses some. But I mean, it's just like, it's silly to think there's no comedy anymore. You know, there's, I bet you can name like, I bet you can name 10 comedies that came out since um, The Hangover that are better than anything Todd Phillips has done Um. in 10 seconds. Uh, Go! I only have to uh, book smart. Um, rough night. Uh, the the farewell. Um, do, do TV shows count? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, succession. Yeah. Um, I uh, lost the, count the middle. Of the seconds. But We're you the did Millers. Uh, <laughs> We're the Millers does not count. We're the but Millers. You got is great. some good ones in there. You know what? I, I think We're the Millers right. came out after it. the Hangover. You oh, okay. saw You're We're right. the Millers. No, that is. A, you should watch it. That's a classic. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised you didn't mention like Succession or I um, said Succession at Fleabag. Oh, Fleabag. That's true. You know, I was flustered. I was flustered. Yeah. I had 10 <laughs> seconds to list 10 things, Shelby. Yeah. You try. <laughs> but anyways, um. I think it's just uh, you know, it just speaks to maybe what we can expect going into Joker. <laughs> So I wanted to bring that I up. will neither confirm nor deny my opinions <laughs> on Joker before the Thursday episode. So I'll let okay. you sit in mystery. Did I love yeah. it? Did I hate it? <laughs> um, You know something that I did love or hate, though? Yeah. <laughs> Look at that segue. Whoa, you're getting good at this. I know. This weekend, I went and saw Judy the Judy oh. Garland biopic starring Renee Zellweger because it's yeah. been getting a lot of Oscar buzz and I felt like, Ugh, okay, I probably need to see this. Um, spoiler alert, it was bad. It was a, it was not a good movie. It's basically the second coming of The Wife. Did you end up ever seeing The Wife last year, Shelby? The Glenn Close no, one? but you hated it and I probably wouldn't have minded it. it. It's just the same exact type of situation. Oh, really? I mean, not... I mean, it's not exactly the same plot, but it's like one actress is is doing a lot in a movie, but the movie itself is bad. Not very much happens in the movie. the The plot is like sort of nonsensical a little bit. I don't. It's just. It's not. It's about. Doesn't like sounds the, like Bohemian Rhapsody. Maybe would be a better 
Yes, but but both the wife and Judy both focus on like a very narrow specific set of time in like a woman's like later career and mm-hmm. then and then have weird flashbacks that like don't really work where a different person is playing them who's not a good actress in both Ooh. scenarios. In the Who wife Glenn Close's some random person I never heard of. Oh. But in in the wife, the person who plays young Glenn Close is Glenn Close's daughter, who is not oh. good, but clearly only got the part <laughs> because she's related to Glenn Close. But yeah, like Judy is old. She's like uh, going through. <laughs> I mean, she's not that old, but she's like past her prime. She's she's been married a number of times. She's like is maybe has some substance abuse issues. She's very unreliable. No one will kind of hire her for anything. She gets this last set of concerts that's in London, but she has to leave her family to do them. She's just kind of like a mess. And then you keep getting these flashbacks to her when she was younger. It just feels like a sloppy kind of movie. And I didn't really enjoy it. Like, I don't know if you saw my week with Marilyn that came out a few years ago about Marilyn Monroe. This had a, Similar vibe to that, except for Marilyn was much better. So if you're going to go, if you're going to pick a weird like weekend with a famous person movie, pick that one, not this one. <laughs> yeah, I think most critics agree, right? It's not doing that well, but people think she'll still get a Oscar nom for Best Actress. Well, Best Actress this year is really a weak category. Usually there's so many people, but this year there's Rude. like not a ton. So people are saying that she could actually maybe win it, which is crazy. Well, it wouldn't be that surprising. I mean, Hollywood loves Hollywood. Hollywood loves a good like costume makeover. And she and they love dead people. So it's like Yep. And substance abuse. So you know what? Mm-hmm. I would not at all be surprised. And Renee Zellweger has gotten some like work done on her face, which I think amplifies the weird like <laughs> Judy Garland late in life who also had work done kind of vibe. <laughs> so it is it is like she does have that sense to her, but yeah, the movie's uh-huh. not great. I'd I'd skip unless you're one of those people who's like like me, who's like, okay, I need to watch all the Oscar noms. This is when you can pass <laughs> on. And if it gets nominated, it will only be nominated for Best Actress, and that yeah. is it. It will be the wife again. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a love it that's far far different. Um, uh, my little sister was in town this weekend, and we went and saw Lizzo. <laughs> which is not a movie or a TV show. She is a musician and it is a concert. So I don't know if I've ever spoken about music on this love it or hate it segment before, but you know what? I really loved it. And she put on a great show. She's from Houston, I guess, which was a lot of fun to discover. And she's very entertaining. And she also is like, (laughs) very much like i've been to a lot of concerts you know where they just do the music or whatever and i feel like the exception is like taylor swift who does these huge like monologues and talking to the audience thing and i kind of just associated that with her brand but lizzo did something very similar where she was hyping up the crowd in like the self-esteem department and you walked away feeling like you'd just gone to therapy where you're like yes i am a badass bitch like i can change the world i am going to change the world it does start with me and so sometimes those can feel a little forced but i think she just has so much natural charisma and so much fun that it it felt like a good time for everyone 
She was here in New York recently, and a lot of my friends went, and they also said she was great. I saw her when she was opening for Heim, like, a couple yeah. of years ago. And <laughs> yeah, she was fantastic then, too. Playing her yeah. flute, her weird backup oh, yeah. dancers, going crazy. Yes. I can see why she needs to have some talk breaks, though, because she got to catch her breath. She's, like, yeah. you know, oh, rolling around and jumping up and down and singing. <laughs> like, I would be exhausted. No, she is... She is a performer and her voice is amazing. And like it really translates well to a live experience. And also her music is just a freaking blast. So if you can't go see her in a concert, at least listen to <laughs> some Watch of her some songs. music videos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also this is really not related, but it'll give me something to talk about a little bit more is someone put the, the song, um, truth hurts to the scene from aristocats where they're playing on the piano oh yes and it is pure art that is cinema like martin scorsese would agree like that is what mankind uh aims for in creative ventures like it was just mm, so flawless just perfect and just entertaining to the max so i'll uh i'll retweet that again if i haven't because it's just an absolute delight um, another good Lizzo thing. I've recently joined TikTok and have been uh, very active <laughs> in just like strolling through that because it is fascinating. Okay, you can here's follow my question me. about TikTok. It's great. It's, it's not meant to just be lip syncing, right? Like you're just, you do like weird effects and stuff. Well, isn't it? I think you can you can do whatever you want. There's lots. Of, if you <laughs> okay. do, you have a TikTok, Shelby? No, but all the TikToks I've seen, like even Reese Witherspoon learning TikTok this week, it was like she did all these different things, like throwing words. Yeah, you around can do and... a lot of stuff <laughs> with it, but there are people who just do lip sync. Shut up! Okay. You know okay. what? That's beside the point. There was a really funny earlier, I don't even know when this was, Frankie Muniz tweeted about how he was oh, like, yes. oh, I love Lizzo. Like, put me, like, put a chain around my neck and I'll be your purse or whatever. <laughs> so then someone made a TikTok video to whatever, to her song Boys, Boys where it's like, mm. I'm a little boy, I'm a big boy, I'm a whatever. And it was all <laughs> like different pictures boys. of Frankie Muniz in various movies. Yes. And it was also great. And I think yes. I retweeted it. So if you follow me on Twitter, you can find that. So Lizzo has done a great all my job. Yeah. <laughs> Lizzo has done a great job of just making sure her music is everywhere. Truth Hurts and Boys and um, a couple other of her songs. Yeah, have just become so ubiquitous in like in TV shows, like a couple of the fall preview ones we're doing. I've heard it. And it's just like and in all these trailers, like, I don't know. I think that was the smartest thing she could have done because now it's like everyone knows that song when it comes on. So. You know what other song has been in 95 things is that one from the Booksmart trailer and I guess yeah. also from Booksmart. Yeah. Not Lizzo and also non-repeatable lyrics because they're all like filthy. Oh, I but thought it was Lizzo. It's You'll a man to tell singing. me which one you're... Th- oh, okay, I'm thinking of a different Booksmart okay, trailer. No. <laughs> it's like rapping. It's like, okay. I'm on it. I'm on it. Yeah, hold me to your lip. <laughs> you know what song it is? No, we're watching different stuff. Oh my gosh. Okay, whatever. (laughs) This is the end of the episode. We're talking about Joker on Thursday. Follow us on social media. We gotta go. Bye. Bye.